Oh, it's going to be a fun Friday. Fearless 5, welcome back. This is Season 5, Episode 7, the 191st episode since 2019. I am your host, Heather Larson. I'm a certified coach. I'm a lot of things. Um, also Reiki Master, which is another story. Um, I, I decided that I'm going to give up on trying to make the Patreon happen and just do Reiki stuff with, like medium writing about it on medium and writing about it at destinyarchitecture.com so i've talked about the patreon a lot over the years and i'm just kind of giving up on it um but what i'm not giving up on is yoga right so and i'm bringing this up for a reason like i'm a coach i'm a, I'm a reiki master and now i'm in yoga teacher training so i want to help you get started with yoga on today's podcast. So I, I think a lot of people, this is the reason I bring this up because a, a friend asked recently how she could get started with yoga and she was, seemed a little intimidated. She's like, you know, I just want to try like a couple poses until I learn how to do them. And it's not like a dance class. Um, and, and I think that we in Western society have made, like, especially here where I'm living in the United States, I think we've made, like, a mythical, weird barrier to entry to yoga. Like, first of all, you do not have to be flexible to do yoga. It's not about touching your toes. It's not about twisting into a pretzel. Yoga is a lot more than just that. But to get into yoga, you, you shouldn't need a lot of things. Okay, so first of all, you just need a place. You need a place to practice. If that is not a studio or a gym or a Y, like taking a yoga class at like the YMCA or something, make a place in your home. What kind of a place do you need? Just enough room to roll out your yoga mat, preferably in a place that you're not going to be bothered or distracted by family and pets. And I have the worst, worst pets as far as being distracted in yoga. My cat thinks yoga time is playtime for him and that he is to lay on my mat and roll around so that I pet him. And it basically gets in the way because, you know, he's just, he, he's, you hear him on the podcast. He just has to get attention um, no matter what I'm doing. Um, so that's, that's what I mean. You just need a place to practice. I can't get away from my cats. <laughs> they will follow me everywhere. But maybe you can get away from your pets or just learn to deal with the fact that they're always on your mat. You also need a yoga mat. Here's the good news. All you need is a crappy sticky mat. You don't need to spend a lot of money. I don't even know what a yoga mat costs anymore because there's such a range of prices. You can get something in your price range. Every Walmart in America, I'm pretty sure, sells yoga mats and probably sells like a kit that you can get started with that has like the minimum you need is a mat. That's what I got started with. I got started with like a crappy mat. It wasn't even a yoga mat, but you, you just need a mat so that you don't, you just need some kind of ability to not slip. And this is why you need a yoga mat. You don't want, you don't want to slip. Okay. When you're doing things and you're balancing your weight on your palms or your knees or your elbows or whatever, but you also, you need a little bit of padding because you're going to be on your knees from time to time. Uh, joints are going to hit the floor. In other words, like you're going to be sitting on your butt or you're going to be kneeling on your knees. That's why you need a yoga mat. You just need like a little, you know, quarter to half inch of cushioning. And it needs to be like a, like a sticky enough material so that you don't slide because you don't, you don't want to like hyperextend because you slip 
while you're doing yoga. So those are the first two things that you need in order to get a yoga practice started. Okay, so now you got your place where you can practice peacefully and not be distracted. The second thing you've got is a mat that will give you some cushioning and some, some non-slip stickiness. And, and, and the next thing you need is like, you need a book, okay? You need a book or a video or both just to explain how to do poses safely. I started doing yoga forever ago and the only thing forever ago that was available to me was <laughs> Richard Hittleman's 28-day yoga plan. It was a, it was a pulp looking, like it was a, just a hand sized paperback. It was, you know, a 28 day yoga plan in a paperback. I probably paid five bucks for it. I'm probably dating myself, but it showed me what to do and how to do it. And I did it on my crappy yoga mat. I don't even think I had props yet. I didn't, I don't even have a belt probably. Like I didn't have blocks and all that stuff. It's nice to have the blocks and the straps starting out and, you know, at least have a mat. And if you can have the blocks and the strap too, but you do need some kind of guidance to get started if you're getting started on your own. You know, back when I got started with yoga, there was only books. Now you have yoga. Uh, you, like, you have like yogadownload.com, yogainternational.com. Uh, I'm just thinking of them off the top of my head. You have YouTube. Look, look up yoga with Adrienne on YouTube. Um, she is like the ultimate easygoing, get started with yoga. Like, like find somebody that you resonate with on, on, on YouTube, like tons of people are putting up yoga instructional videos and yoga practice videos that are, you know, like an hour long or more or less. Uh, and they're putting them on YouTube, which is kind of my ultimate goal. Like I'll get there, but I'm still in yoga teacher training. So I'm not there yet. That's why I'm, I'm recommending some of my favorite places to go. So you just need some instruction if you're getting started on your own. And, I, and I'm bringing that up because I know we're still in a pandemic and maybe some people aren't going to in-person yoga classes. I know I'm not because um, my, my lungs need to be, you know, protected through the winter, you know, and also I'm, you know, the cold air bothers them anyway. So I'm not really going out that much on very cold days. So you, you just need, um, you need someone to show you the way I think, but you can accomplish that with a video. Okay. So I, you also need to know your limits though. And your contraindications, like for me, um, with a back injury this fall, I've, I had to not do twists. That's my contraindication. Like twists for me make the hip problem worse. I have, I have a hip and tailbone problem that comes from scoliosis. And also the fact that I had to land an incline for seven months last year while my lungs got stronger and that messed up the already present scoliosis and sciatica problem and added a tailbone problem to it. So with my tailbone being not in the right place, um, I can't twist my hips. And the, the whole scoliosis thing comes from uneven hips because one leg is shorter than the other. So I have, and I am aware of my contraindications. So if you have a knee problem, if you have a shoulder problem, look, everybody comes to yoga with joint problems. Um, just like everybody you know, would come to me for Reiki, who had joint problems. It was one of the most common things that people would say they came to me to, uh, uh, for Reiki. They would, I would say like, what, why are you here? Why do you want Reiki? And they'd be like, oh, I have pain in my, uh, fill in the blank with any joint of the human body where people have pain. 
So, you know, be aware of that. Um, and if you're starting out in yoga and you're not sure whether you should do it on your own, ask your doctor, ask your orthopedist, ask your chiropractor. Because um, I have to run a lot of things past my chiropractor. Like she sets me straight. She's like, Heather, you're coming in <laughs> to see me and I'm straightening your hips out. Why do you go then and do yoga and twist? I'm like, oh yeah, you know, uh, um, I'm an idiot. Thank you. Um, thank you for setting me straight, <laughs> literally and figuratively. Um, but, you know, sometimes we're not that smart, you know, when it comes to our own bodies. And, you know, that, and I learned things the hard way. And that, that's, why, <laughs> that's why I share things. Um, but that was one contraindication that I realized that I, I've been doing yoga for so long and, and twists feel good on some level, but also they knock me out of alignment too. So that's what I mean by contraindications. Um, like if you're, uh, if you're on your period, don't flip yourself upside down. You know, that's a contraindication. So know your limits. Um, for me, obviously you can tell when you listen to the podcast, I get out of breath sometimes. So yeah, I have breathing limits. And when it becomes hard for me to breathe, I usually take a child's pose and that's always available to you at any time is to get into a resting pose and re you know catch your breath back up because yoga is about breathing and i go into this in, in more detail on the blog and and finally the th the most important thing i think you need to get started with yoga aside from the place and the equipment you need an open mind you need an open mind to practice yoga because like i said before yoga is not about touching your toes it's not about being a pretzel you know, you can start yoga and do it easily. You can do an easy version, a beginner version of yoga. I am the poster child for that. When I was getting over COVID, I was getting on my mat to do yoga. I wasn't doing very much. It was, it was a lot of work for, you know, day one, trying to do yoga again. It was just enough for me to roll out my mat, get into a seated position do a couple neck rolls <laughs> and then get back up and do a standing pose, Tadasana, where you just stand with your hands at your side. You know, maybe that took me three minutes, but, but that was a lot of work. And it, it was, you're sinking movement to breath and yoga. And so I, I decided to be open-minded about it, you know, and there was a point this year, this year, it's, it's 2022. There was a point in 2021 where all I could do was gentle yoga or a few minutes of yoga or chair yoga. You know, there, there was not one day of 2021 where I was doing an athletic yoga or a vinyasa yoga or a flow. None of that. I was doing yoga for the purpose of just having a breath. You know, just I was doing yoga for the purpose of doing yoga and, and getting out of yoga. Maybe you know, nothing that's fitness oriented. Because I mean, yoga is not about fitness. Yoga is not a workout. Yoga is a lot of things, but it's not that. Yoga is union. Yoga is one, oneness. Yoga is a lifestyle. Yoga is a science that helps us with our life. But it's, it's not about being bendy. It's not about being in shape. Yoga is available to everybody at every stage of life. There's prenatal yoga. There is yoga for elderly people. There is yoga for people like me with asthma and weak lungs who, you know, just at, at my worst had to do yoga with a chair, sitting in a chair. Um, so bring an open mind to yoga. And yeah, you can, I've done super athletic 
yoga. You know, one of my, my favorite all time yoga teachers, um, was in Phoenix, Arizona was yoga. Dan, he was uh, about seven feet tall and he was a college basketball player, which is how he got into yoga. Cause he ended up injured and he found yoga helped him and his classes were so athletic, you know, and, and cause he was an athlete, you know, there's, there's a yoga for every body and there's yoga for your body and there's yoga for my body. Um, and I, and I want to keep an open mind about it. I want people to keep an open mind about it because I don't want you to avoid yoga. I don't want you to avoid trying it because you have a misconception that it's just for skinny people or it's just for, <laughs> just for young people or it's just for fit people. Cause it's not, it's for you today, whatever condition you're in, it's for you. So that's how you can get into yoga. You can read more about it at destinyarchitecture.com. And that's, that's the fearless five for the week, the five episodes and uh, follow us at sign destiny arch one on Twitter and uh, TikTok and all the things, but you can find about all that stuff at destinyarchitecture.com. Remember you are the architect of your own destiny. And thanks for listening to the fearless five, you know, the fir- first week of January 22. You're here cause you're going to lose the fear and get your ass in gear.